When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, good evening, and welcome to the LFC Day Trippers. I'm Gavin. With me this week, I have got just Joe Football Show. It's Joe Wayman. It's the Leeds fan. I haven't spoken to him since <laughs> Leeds went down, but we're going to talk a little bit about Leeds um, as we go on. Um, we're going to talk about just a load of the ownership stuff going on around the Premier League at the moment. You know, I've, I've posed the question, is football dying? Um, and, you know, we've arg- I've argued for so long about what's going on at Manchester City. Um, very sceptical over what's going on I'm currently at Manchester United or may go on at Manchester United. And then the stuff around um, Saudi Arabia and what's going on here um, has really kind of, I think it's alarming. I was saying to Joe just before we come on. So we're going to talk about all that in the next 45 minutes to an hour. Um, and anything else you want to talk about, throw it in there. Um, if you have any questions for Joe, throw them in and we'll ask him as many as we possibly can because loads in our chat are always interested in how Joe is and how Leeds are and stuff like that. So, Joe, first of all, you're very welcome. How are you? What a short. I know, it's beauty, isn't it? Mate? Yeah, it's, it is, it's a belter. Mate, I've got them. <laughs> it's summertime, right? So I got them out of the wardrobe and I got a bit of stick for one of them. So I was like, do you know what? Every show that I'm going to do, I'm just going to switch my shirt around. Man. Yeah. So, yeah. Have you got, have, so, you've, so you have an array of these, have you? Oh yeah, yeah. There's one just here, look, mate. Uh, yeah, bring them on. This one's a, a, a nice. Uh, like, <laughs> I don't know what you would call it, mate. But nice venture uh, that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's, yeah. yeah. It's pr- Primark specials, Gav. Primark okay. specials. They look great. They look great. Uh, Danny Lufc Rumsey, who's probably a regular on your show, Jeez, says yeah. breaking news: Darren Moore has had his interview at Leeds. All has gone well. This is not true, man. Okay. I want to talk about so so let's tell you what let's start don't tell me that's true it better not be he's on the wind up surely (laughs) (laughs) well he has left Sheffield Wednesday yeah after getting them promoted to the championship like what is going on there 100 point season as well wasn't it I don't know if he's people were telling me he's been sacked or whatever but consent. yeah so I mean 100 point season uh, clawing back a 3-0 halfway deficit in the playoffs first time yeah. ever like he he did great things there so um yeah I was surprised by a bit listen this is football on the same day we lost Gary O'Neill and then Bournemouth had got a new manager in the door and it's like wow I almost feel that's a little bit harsh on O'Neill but the guy who they've got in Gav Iriola we tried to get back in January um after after March, sorry, not January. And um, he's from the Bielsa School of Thought. He played under Bielsa, played some really good stuff at Rio Vallecorno, um, beating Barca, beating Real with a, on a shoestring budget, nearly got them Europe. So they're one to watch next season in terms of uh, style of play, Bournemouth, for sure. I think they'll be they'll do all right under him, although it is harsh under O'Neill. But mm. yeah, look, my favourite at this time for the Leeds job, mate, is Daniel Farker. Um, mm. I, I know it's... Not great Premier League wise, but he has won the championship twice. He's recently left. Bro- Is he the uh, Norwich guy? Yeah, 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 the German um, guy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Joe, we're gonna go through this again. Uh, no, no. You see, I didn't but, like Jesse Marsh, and this fella like just gets teams to the Premier League and then hasn't got a breeze what he's doing. I agree with that, but he has won the championship twice. So oh, I know, I but think- then he's been relegated twice as well, Joe. This is true, but at Norwich, he had a shoestring budget, though. We have to say that. Okay. Well, look, let's 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 go back a little bit. <laughs> I'd rather because... him than Scott Parker anyway. <coughs> well, Scott name. Parker's been linked, but Gary O'Neill's left Bournemouth. I thought I thought I seen I thought I seen maybe you talking about Gary O'Neill. Um, and, no. No, maybe not. Okay. No. Um, it's not. I, I thought it was you because I don't really follow many leads accounts. So I just blame no, no. you when I see most things. <laughs> um, but going back to it, leads are relegated. Yeah. You know, um, a lot of people could see it coming from a long way out. Um, I could definitely see it when they gave Allardyce the job with four games to go. Um, 
and does it like you know I'm, I'm not going to ask you how do you feel because it's not great but Abo asks how do you feel and everything stay up and of course going along the lines of this show everything and their finances and different things um, was there many of these fans out there you included that thought you know what um, they've been up against it with regards to fin- finan- financial fair play and nothing being done about it and they happen to stay in the league and we don't Mm-mm. It was the same last season. Do you remember, Gav? We were all Leeds United, Burnley, and someone else were yeah. all going to. Sean Dyche, Sean Dyche, it was. Yeah, 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 and then and then what happened is they get relegated, and Leeds United, Leeds United, stay up and go. Oh no, nah, you're left on your own, Burnley, to look after that now. Now we've gone down. We're we're complaining about it again. Look, I, I just think yeah, it's not ideal, but but ultimately, you know, we're going to talk about it from Chelsea as well. It, it, it it's clear that FFP is just not fit for purpose, is it really? Like, what's the point in it? Like, at the end of the day, if someone wants to splurge as much money as they can on a football, let them do it. Let them do it. Why are we putting in these rules and regs that they're just circumventing anyway? Everton have been circumventing it, and what will happen is they'll receive a fine. They probably won't get any points deduction, and it'll be a drop in the ocean. And Chelsea, you know, they've got they found a loophole, it seems, and and the they're farming off all the players over to Saudi Arabia. Um, so for me, just get rid of it. Like, I don't think it's fit for purpose because it stops. Like for me, Gav, I, I, I've said this on a few shows, football's cyclical, right? It goes in cycles. And, and I'm actually happy to see an Aston Villa, a Newcastle, and even City to an extent, um, more recently, coming from the abyss in a sense, you know, like City came from the abyss. As much as I know they've rivaled you's and you might not enjoy it, but it's nice to see a change. Um, and that's why I've enjoyed Newcastle getting top four, because it's 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 nice to see a change. Um, with FFP, it removes that to an extent. Like a, a big billionaire couldn't just come into Leeds United and say, right, that's it, now we're going to the top because of FFP, etc. It needs to be a bloody gulf state, it seems, in order for that to happen. But even now with Newcastle, it's got to be a lot more methodical um, than just being able to go, right, we're buying whoever we want. It feels like it's just a closed shop. And um, and what's the point in it anyway if people are going to gonna like cheat it anyway? Everton have cheated it at the bottom end of the table and Chelsea and others are cheating it at the top end of the table. Like It's just not fit for purpose, Gav. Mm. I think the difference between, and we've spoken about it a lot of times, the difference between the Everton situation is, is that... Um, they're they're spending too they're spending money they have but they're spending too much of it. Um, and what I mean by that is that you know when you look city and city and what's going on probably at Chelsea now is a different issue. What's happening with Everton is but they're spending way too much of their income on wages, and they're losing money, losing money hand over fist, and it looks like they were pulled by the by the Premier League. They gave a they gave an excuse about COVID and. Stadium costs, it didn't really wash, but the Premier League couldn't nail them on it, so kind of worked closely with them, as Everton said. And then I think Everton went and done something else, and they went, hold on, no, um, we're charging you now. But the problem is when you charge, like, as far as I'm concerned, if you charge a club, have them in court next week. Yeah, you could. Or the week, or, or just say, listen, here's the, because you can put so many rules in place, Joe, right? <clears throat> and I disagree with you slightly on, on what's the point of it. The point of it, there is a point to it, but how it's actually worked, or how the system works in it, is appalling. Like mm. if they if they if they're writing that many rules to things, right? One of those rules could simply be, right? If you are charged with a with an offence, financial whatever, um, misgivings, or financial problems, right? You will have six weeks from the date we charge you, right? And on that date, in six weeks time. We will be at a location, whether it be a hotel or whatever, a conference room somewhere, and we're going to have this out over a maximum of five days. We're going to make our ruling, and that's it. None of this kicking it down the road, none of this, you know, sort of like, when's this going to happen? You know, the sort of way. I don't agree with that. You see, I think if everything were charged in February, the outcome of that should have been sorted by the end of March. Mm -hmm. Simple as that. Like, if you have enough information to charge them, Right, and they feel that they shouldn't be charged. Well, bring the information that we're looking for. You've six yeah. weeks to do it. This is not like a fellow, you know, sole trader somewhere that like is just walking his bollocks off, Joe, and mm-hmm. hasn't got mm-hmm. time to get all this information together. These are huge companies with hundreds and hundreds of employees, right, and massive like legal teams that can go. These, this is what we're charging us with. This is what they need to see. 
And if we've done nothing wrong, well, we're there in six weeks. If we don't show up in six weeks, they're throwing the book at us. And that's yeah. the way it should be. And that's that's the biggest issue for me, Joe. How do you actually bring these actions around? Um, mm. Look, I don't even know what's going to happen with Everton. Um, I have a feeling I have a feeling the Premier League would have been all right with them going down because it would have got rid of an issue for them. Yeah, um, yeah. But they stay up now. Um, like Everton are in massive trouble. Like hundreds of millions they've lost over the last three years. And you're only allowed to lose 105. Um, talk about new investments and stuff. I'm not, I don't even think that's gone through. Um, but Leeds go down but just quickly on Leeds before we move on yeah. um, you've already said who your manager who you'd like your manager to be but what about players in players out because I'm sure there's a few that want to is there a few yeah. that want to get out of there is there a few that look like coming in where, yeah, where they, do you stand are you, are you hopeful there's going to be loads of exits mate there's going to be a mass exodus I'd imagine um, there's a lot of release clauses Um you know, Tyler Adams is a wanted man, uh, as you'd imagine. There was hope initially that the 49ers could convince him to stay. But I just think he's a wanted man. There's a lot of clubs being mentioned now. Brighton, Newcastle, Villa, I think he's a great great squad option for someone like them. I think um, he's a top player. I really rate him. Uh, Rodrigo's got a very minuscule release clause. And I don't see him playing in the championship when he's just played for the Spain national team. He'll want to keep that place if he can. Melier is going to leave, which I'm okay with now. Um, I used to have a, a, a long-running uh, Twitter, not spat, but you remember uh, Gar, Gar Breen? Um, he told me he was rubbish, and every time he did something good, I would tweet something at him, and every time he did something bad, he would tweet something at me. And um, it seems like he won out on that one, to be fair to him. <laughs> um, but, yeah, now nah, there's going to be a mass exodus Um as for incomings, we've not heard of. I think what we're realising, um, it's very similar ownership to yours, Gav, in that it's American and it's the 49ers enterprises, not so much the 49ers. It's very much they get people to to fund a round of funding and then they'll go out and get other people. So I don't know if you've seen, but we've just had Ricky Fowler, Jordan Spieth and um, Justin Thomas put in. Uh, the latest round, we've had a couple of NBA players. So it's working like that, you see. So that's how they're going to operate. So there's, there's cash there. But one thing I'll say, it's all very, very quiet. And I know Liverpool move a little bit like that. But I don't know if it's because they're on the opposite side of the world and they work on a different time zone to us. But if you compare it with how we were under Victor and Rads, and you could tell they used to leak stuff to Fabrizio like you would not believe. Now, all of a sudden, we don't hear nothing. So we're all thinking it's Farker. We don't actually know. Like, and, and as for incomings, again, we just don't know because we're not being drip-fed anything, really. So I couldn't really tell you for incomings. But there's a lot of interest in this, in the players, as you'd imagine, Willie Nonto. Yeah, yeah, it's what it well, is. Well, you know, um, Jamie Dixon says the 49ers Enterprises own the 49ers NFL, but the Enterprise is actually a pool of investors. Yeah, um, that's right. And look, I... I wouldn't be over concerned if it's quiet on incomings if, if you're looking for a manager. You know, yeah, you're not no, going to go yeah. signing players and a manager walks in the door and yeah. two weeks and goes, I don't like any of them. Yeah, um, but the, the big thing will be to bring a, a manager in. You know, um, like I said, people in the chat area are talking about um, the guy that's just... Uh, that won't home. be. They're, well, they're on the look, line, you don't know. You don't Better know. Better not be. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, he's done a really good job at Sheffield Wednesday. Um, on a less of a budget than he'd be on at Leeds. Mm. So, he didn't do well at West Brom, though, if I remember rightly. He took the West Brom job, didn't he? Um, I don't think he did well there, but that's what it is. I have a feeling he might have started off quite well at West Brom and then yeah, maybe. went a bit south. Yeah. But look, it's it's one of those where we'll talk again over the summer and mm. see how things are going. <clears throat> Listen, if the Leeds fan base is anything like the Liverpool fan base, um, you will get people just going like, what are these Americans doing? Mm. Um, what is going on? You know, the sort of way. And I tweeted today like saying, like, you know, you can give out as much as you want about FSG, Liverpool owners, and, and feel your boots, like, makes no difference to me. Yeah. Um, and I, I'm I'm as good as anybody about giving out about what they're doing and what they don't do. <laughs> but, like, this brings us on to the next thing, and that's owners of other clubs at the moment, what's going on. And I genuinely, Joe, I think it's, it's nearly fucking criminal at this stage, mm -hmm. what's going on, right? So, mm -hmm. just to touch on a few things. Man City currently have 115 charges against them for financial um, yeah. issues. Right, um, from the Premier League, that's still sitting there. 
there since February, I think. Um, nothing, nothing's been, nothing's, although, what are they meant to do? They're not meant to give you a weekly update on it. You know, I'm sure when no, it happens, yeah. it should happen. But I think yeah. the Premier League should be ones that just go, this is happening on this date. And they should really have it done before the season starts, in my opinion. Mm. Um, so everyone knows where they stand. You have Manchester United at the moment. That's just an absolute circus as to who's going on Manchester United. Whether it's um, Ratcliffe, who looks to me like the Glazers 2.0. Um, so I understand people's grievances over that. And then you have um, this guitar bit. Um, and again, when it's Qatar, when it's Abu Dhabi, when it's everywhere, when it's Saudi Arabia going, is this state linked? You know, Saudi Arabia stuff not being state linked is on very, very thin ice, if even that. Um, and I don't know what's going to go on with Manchester United, but then you look at, and this is the big one for me, what's going on at the moment, Joe? So, for people that don't know, right. Or, and I won't say living under a rock because you will know what's going on, but just to give you a bit of context to it. Chelsea's, you know, Todd Bowley is at Chelsea, right? He He's part of a company called Clearwater, isn't it? Um, yeah, that's it. Clearlink, Clearlink. Yeah, so he's yeah. part of this He's part of this group, okay? Um, PIF own Newcastle United. PIF are also a big investor in... I, I feel like it's clear, like I've just forgotten the name. Um, but are a big investor basically in the owners of Chelsea, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, which for me, red flags all over the place. Um, mm-hmm. And now it looks like PIF have, are in control of four clubs in Saudi Arabia, okay? Now we've been speaking for ages on Chelsea and how much they have to get rid of players, the balance books yeah. and stuff like that. And it looks like Chelsea are going to be selling some stars or so-called stars from their squad into this Saudi Arabian league, mm-hmm. into teams that are controlled by PIF, who are Im- investors in Chelsea's <laughs> owners. Like, it. Joe, Clear Lake, sorry, Laszlo. Yeah, I, I don't know. Do you know why I have clear water in my head? There's a, there's a shopping centre down the road. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, um, like, Joe, I know I'm not saying it does not not affect Leeds, but it's not you know when when if Leeds were in the top four, top five, you'd be looking on what is yeah. going on here, you know the sort yeah. of. Way. But like, but even taking your my red tinted glasses or or your white tinted glasses off, how worrying is this? Yeah, it's not it's not good. Um, you know, I do have quite strong opinions on it, even though you know I'm not in the league and stuff and. I have to sometimes like check my thinking. Is it because I, I I hate Chelsea as much as like Liverpool fans hate Chelsea? But no, there is there is a morality to it as well. Look, officially they've not broke any rules, have they? This is the thing with the FFP thing. They're not broken any rules. They found a loophole until that loophole's closed. Um, it seems anyway. But but yeah, look, it's shady as like this this part owner of Chelsea that the Chelsea don't have to sort of like tell the Premier League who owns that percentage and it's yeah I think it's like you said this PIF I think the frustrating thing for me it's again comes back to that thing of clubs not getting a fair shake in a sense because you mentioned it there the whole rhetoric uh, about Chelsea season and also going into next season has been they need to offload players. Uh, and as a fan watching it from the outside, I'm looking at it thinking, you know what? Chelsea might be in trouble. Who's going to take Koulibaly, who's, who's 31 and, and they just signed on a on a four-year deal at the age of 30, which I think is madness anyway, on almost 300 grand a week. I'm thinking, who's going to take him? Because they need to get rid of him because he's been bang average, right? Yeah, he was great in, in, in Italy. I get all that. But this basically for me, there was a lot of dross. All right. I might be rewriting history on Koulibaly and very recency bias, but there's been a lot of dross at Chelsea, Lukaku included. You know, these all these players that they're like, damn, they need to go out and get basically a new squad. <laughs> get rid of all these young players or players that have been there for years, the likes of Loftus-Cheek, etc. And then they have to get rid of the big earners. So I'm looking at it, Gav, going, oh, they're in trouble. This is fun. This is good. This also means that we're going to see maybe Villa go ahead of Chelsea, maybe others go ahead of Chelsea, or at least try and challenge. 
But what's happened now is they've managed to basically balance their books by mm. having an agreement. And, 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 you know, I've been on another show earlier and people trying to like say, well, why won't they take these players? I don't know. It just stinks. And I think what's worse about it is, he's like Todd Bowley was literally there with the Al Halil uh, president uh, or prince of Al Halil, however it works. Um, only just a couple of weeks ago. And then all of a sudden, all the dead wood that no one in Europe wants is now going to to Chelsea, uh, to to Saudi Arabia. And like you say, it's not even a case of them all going to one club. It's like they're just being dotted out everywhere. Um, Yeah, L- listen, there's a narrative to it as well. So, so for me, so Riyad Mahrez, for example, has been linked. And I sort of understand the Riyad Mahrez one because... I look at it and I go, he's won everything there is to win. He's at the twilight <coughs> of his career. He's a Muslim man. And he'll go over there and he'll be lauded as a as a, as a a hero, right? I also look at the Benzema arc. Again, won everything there is to win. He's a Muslim man. He goes back and, and again, he's a hero. I understand them ones coming to the twilight of the career. I don't understand them paying for a ZH. I don't understand the clamour for a Koulibaly. I don't understand the clamour for some of the for a Lukaku. I just don't get it, and it's 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 frustrating because I'm like, this isn't fair that they've been able to basically, in effect, balance their books. Do you know what I mean? Um, it's it's. It's bang out of order because they should have been struggling to be able to balance the books, but now they haven't, Gav. It's easy for them, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, it, it based, like, and you see, you used the word loophole a few times there, right? Yeah. And this is where I go back to the Premier League, right? Football Association, even yeah. the government, okay? Yeah. And I asked the question, how is this being allowed to happen, right? Mm. Like, Newcastle get taken over by PIF from Saudi Arabia, okay? And basically, they're taken over. There's all sorts of rumour going on about it because is it state-owned and stuff like that? And, of course, as soon as you say this, people think, oh, well, you're having a go-off. I always have to clarify this. I don't care what country it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. If Norway, Mexico, Canada, anybody from the world, anyone from Africa comes in as a country, and tries to buy a football club. I have an issue with it. Right? Uh-huh. I have an issue with it. Okay? Now, you you can absolutely have an issue with certain individuals and certain companies buying football clubs as well. But the state ownership thing is where I think it gets very muddy because now you're in, now you're not only basically trading with the Premier League to seeking your own club, you're basically going way beyond the Premier League and you're basically going to uh-huh. government and going, listen, I own, for argument's sake, I own Argentina. Right, if the Argentinian government want to buy this, no, that's probably a bad one. Actually, Argentina and the UK. So let's just say Brazil, okay? So Brazil come in and go, we want to buy Liverpool Football Club, right? They're not going to bother with the Premier League. They're just going to go straight to the government and go, listen, we're going to promote so yeah. much your stuff. Yeah. We're going to bring so much business into this country, and how much is it worth? Oh, it's more. We're going to bring thirty billion more to, in, in, into this country, and they go, yeah, no worries, we'll make that work. Right, and that's where the questions for me have to come from because Newcastle, whether you whether you whether you agree with it or not, right? And I think actually since the sale of Newcastle, I think some of the stuff that has come out with regards to PIF and are they state owned and are they not? I think is, mm. has kind of shone a light on them where they're going. Come on, lads, we're not fucking stupid, okay? Yeah. But then the Chelsea thing happens, right? Where fro- frozen assets for um, Abramovich. They need yeah. to get rid of Chelsea, right? They can't let Chelsea... And I, I understand, you can't let Chelsea go under, right? Okay? Um, mm-hmm. I get that, right? Massive football club, they don't want them to go under. But the lack of due diligence, in my opinion, from the British government, right, or HMRC, or whoever was selling that club, to go, clear like, who are they? Yeah. Who invests in them? Oh, hold on. PIF invests in them. Can't happen. We cannot sell that club to them because now yeah. we have basically... These people up here owning this club and are a major investor in the people trying to buy this club. You know what I mean? So it goes back to the Premier League and it continues to do so. Now I'm with you. You have Todd Bowley and Chelsea spending an extortionate amount of money. Okay? 
throwing absolutely shit at the wall and seeing what sticks with regards to players. Massive money. Yeah. And we're all going, how are they going to get around this? Mm-hmm. They're going to have to sell. And teams know they have to sell, so they're going to get really good deals. So instead of selling six players, seven, they might have to sell 10 or 11 to make the money. Yeah, yes. And now they're being linked to Saudi Arabia. Yeah. And this triangle of Saudi Arabia, right, PIF, and, you know, PIF, Saudi Arabian League and Chelsea is going to do a walk around here where they're going to go, what players do you not want? We'll offer them mad money. We'll give you big transfer fees. You clear all your books. They come over to Saudi Arabia. We use them to promote a World Cup, right? And we possibly yeah. loan them to other clubs in Europe anyway. Okay. Yeah. Once they're, once they're, you know, their, their job of promoting Saudi Arabia for the 2030 World Cup is done. That's how it goes. And like before the show started, there was somebody in the chat and said, I hope you land firmly on your feet when you fall off this high horse. This is not high horse, man. No. This is me watching this unfold and saying, lads, is nobody going to do anything about this? Is Mm -hmm. nobody actually going to stand up? Like, is the Premier League not going to turn around and go, hold on, you cannot be selling them players. Not that you can't sell the players to Saudi Arabia, but basically your investor is buying these players off you. Mm-hmm. And they own a club 200 miles up the road. Yeah. Like, is it... Am, am I going mad here, Joe? No, 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 no. you're not. This is what I mean. No, you're not. Like, I'm just looking there. Like, this is ultimately... Yeah, this this is this is it in a nutshell, right? So, Saudi Arabia invests billions into Clear Lake Capital, the majority owner of Chelsea, right? So, in effect, they own Chelsea. In, in a sense, you could argue, Top Ball is the front one, right? Chelsea then spends 650 million on transfers, so half a billion, uh, more than, putting them massively in the red with FFP. And then Chelsea sell all their deadwood to Saudi Arabia extortionate prices to then avoid FFP. Like, it's like you said, it's like a trifecta. It's like a triangle, right? Like, how uh, it's almost, it's like a cheat code. It's like a cheat code. Like, this summer, Bowley could buy loads more players. You know, there was there was a lot of dodginess over this Agati deal, and apparently we're led to believe that PSG gazumped Chelsea. This is the Chelsea that spent absolutely shed loads to get players like Mudrik in the door and gazumped Arsenal, but all of a sudden they got gazumped by PSG. Yet there was that story that was leaked that Todd Bully had offered to buy a percentage in Sporting. Like, and then all that came out, and then all of a sudden Chelsea went, oh, we're pulled out of the deal now, the wages are too high. And I'm like... What really we're we're, we're going to believe that, that that Chelsea have limitations in effect? Um, it's 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 really bad. It's a bad look, and like you said, this is nothing to do with with where it is, etc. Um, you know, I just think it's it's like it comes back to integrity again, and and I guess the Premier League doesn't have a whole load of integrity none of the football clubs do they're all up to dodginess we did a piece yesterday on my football club and Rad Razani took us to Myanmar where there was ethnic cleansing going down and he said it was all for the people and then we find out later his company 11 sports had just sold the rights to Premier League football over there so come on all the clubs are up to a madness or have done at some point in their period they're all up to it but this for me seems like it's as clear as day, Gav. Me and you are both sat in our homes, and even we can go, this is dodgy. So so, so why aren't, like you said, the bigwigs looking at this and going, right, we need to put a stop to this, and we need to put a stop to it, and now. Because otherwise, we're just going to get... It's like this multi-club ownership. Don't like it. Don't want it. Um, I don't I, I don't want it. Like, it, I don't know. Football's only going one way, isn't it? And um, it, it's almost going to eventually just implode on itself. Like, I don't know how we fix it. Has it gone too far? But this is just another long, yeah, just another issue on a long list, isn't it, man? It's, it's shit. He's basically... I, I just think, like, and you know what? A lot of people, when when, when, I, when I speak on this, would say, like, um, you know, what about FSG, right? And, like, genuinely... um. I've had conversations on Twitter where people would say to me, oh, well, look, City have ambition. No, Liverpool don't have any ambition. City do. And I'm kind of going, hmm, 
Yeah, I kind of I kind of get what you're saying, but the charges against them is basically, look, you've cheated for seven to eight years in order to put yourself in a position where you are sitting at a certain table in world football, but it's all based on, built on sand, really. You know, that sort of way. And I... Gav, this, just before, there's just been, literally just come out here. So uh, this is breaking news. This is from the Telegraph. So it says, European rivals of Chelsea and Wolves are calling for a fair market investigation into Saudi Arabia's dramatic haul of big money signings. One top club says teams are using the Saudi Pro League as a get-out-of-FFP-jail-free card. Chelsea sources claim interest in their players is purely transactional and down to the club's popularity in the Middle East, which is just bullshit. The club denies that PIF has any existing financial interest in the club, despite reports that Clear Lake, which owns about 60% of Chelsea, has prior minority investment from PIF. So it looks like they're asking questions. They're yeah. denying it, but yeah. But but this but this is what I keep coming back to, Joe, right? I, I'm not against people asking questions. And no. like I said, like... One of my one one of my bugbears on this is is that football club owners, right, that aren't doing this, are then basically you know told, oh, you're not you're not you don't have any ambition, you don't do enough. And listen, come here, FSG. I think their model is excellent. I've always said that. I'm not afraid to say it. But there is times where they could show more. There's no doubt about that, right? Yeah. But but what what really gets on my week, Joe, is a Leeds owner or a Spurs owner or whoever is basically told you're not good enough because you weren't over there doing that. Okay? And it's a real kind of if you can't beat them, join them attitude. Yeah, and I yeah. think that's too easy, Joe. I think that's too easy. Like, I understand the Telegraph there reporting that maybe people are asking questions and all. But what I'm asking for, Joe, is and what everyone should be asking is why are the Premier League allowing this to happen? Uh -huh. Right? I'm, I'm not saying, like, don't get me wrong, it could come out that, no, listen, no rules are being broken. Mm, okay. But w my question is, why didn't the Premier League, when Newcastle was being taken over, do a stringent look on them and go, no, is that too? it's just too close to state ownership for us. It can't happen. Okay. I think they've done it once and then they let it through. But the Chelsea one is the, ki is the kicker for me. Right. If they're looking at Chelsea, due diligence on a t what £4.25 billion deal, Overall, yeah. when you think about it, why aren't they looking going, hold on, them lads up the road are invested in this crowd. Yeah, yeah. Th that's a, a massive comp. You has to stop. And I think what you've read out there is spot on. You know, the Saudis will turn around and go, we want the World Cup. Let's bring a load of players in here. Let's mm. bump up this league and make it look great. And look at this and the facilities we're putting in place, all working towards a World Cup. Chelsea are over here and with, with a shitload of players that they can't get rid of and need to get rid of. Let's take all of them and in turn their investment in Chelsea then looks even stronger. Exactly. Like, like, it's like, Joe, I'm no expert on anything, right? No, no, same. And, you know, but come on, me and you, right? Yeah, exactly, right? yeah. Are able to sit here, like you said, and yeah. go, something's not right there. Yeah. Do you expect anything to happen over this? Like, you have the charges on City, you have this at the moment, and I know you were saying loophole and I, I get that. But this doesn't feel loophole to me. This actually feels negligent yeah. by the Premier yeah. League and possibly the Football Association and possibly the government. Yeah. Well, you know, you were talking about the, the Newcastle ownership and that, and, and the government ended up getting involved in that anyway, didn't they? I think when it, Boris and his cronies tried to get that pushed through, I don't know. Like, this, look, money rules the world. Um, it's probably above the Premier League's head. I don't know. I don't know how we how we resolve it, how can they resolve it. It's it's mad because I'm probably going to make a wild statement here because I think Italian football is as corrupt as they come, right? And their owners are as mad as they come. But one thing I will say for them, when something happens over there, they are stripped of titles. They are relegated. They are taken through the ringer. I don't know the the full ins and outs of it, but what I'm saying is I just don't think the Premier League have the balls to do that. 
I don't see the Premier League doing that. You know, let's say, for example, these 115 charges, right? Mm-hmm. And everyone, as a fan base, we might look at City's achievements and say, well, it's all tainted. But do you think they'd actually lose any of their silverware? Would the Premier League do something as drastic as that and say, right, OK, we're chalking that off? I'm not too sure. Maybe I have made a wild comparison with the Italian stuff, but I just know that when they have been found to be dodgy in the past, they, they've, they have been sort of uh, reprimanded for it. My good man, Andrea Russo's in the chat, who's actually an Italian, by the way, who comes on my show. So maybe you'll be able to give us a bit of uh, context on it. But um, yeah, look at that as well. And he's talking there about the, the Lukaku stuff. Lukaku upset with Chelsea because he wants to return to Inter while Chelsea have already lined up a move for him to uh, Al Halil. Um, <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's like, I think, I think Lukaku has said, I want to stay in Europe, hasn't he? But isn't it mad that they sort of agree in these deals before they've even got a say in it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, you know what, like, there is a few in the chat are just like, are just so disillusioned with it. Mm. And I understand that, you know, and yeah. like, I, I've, I've, I've said for a while I'm disillusioned with football. Like, and I really got disillusioned when the thoughts of, of a, a state or any country coming in and buying Liverpool football club. And people, a lot of people said to me at the time, but why? And I said, well, that's not what the football club is about. You know, and it, look, I know we're in this era and we're in this generation of win at all costs. doesn't matter what it is, you know, um, just win, you know, so I can get online and I can tell people we've won and I'll do up a hand over some fucking fella with, you know, I don't know, some Annie picture on his bio and you don't know who the fuck he is. But once you have the, once you have the, the upper hand on him, that that's okay. Let anything happen in football. And I am disillusioned by it. And, but disillusioned was there now it's actually starting to be annoying really fucking yeah. annoying yeah, and yeah, and it's not and like people say to me oh it's because you didn't win this and didn't no 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 listen i've enjoyed watching liverpool right i always enjoy watching liverpool right mm. even when they lose you know i want to watch liverpool right but i i don't even it doesn't even come in, into my consideration oh well, we would have won this this and this if city didn't do that yeah okay maybe it does a little bit or maybe lying a little bit there but I, I, even if they even if they went and took City to the cleaners on 115 charges, I don't want the titles. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want the titles. I would no. rather if Premier League turned around and went, listen, from 2011 to 2018 or 19 or wherever it is, Manchester City won X amount of titles. They are now scrubbed off, no winner. We're not handing mm. the titles to anybody. We're not handing the FA Cup. Well, the FA would have to do that. And and the EFL would have to do stuff on League Cups. But the Premier League could say they won it in 2013, whatever it was, 17, 18, or whatever. Um, and basically just turn around and go, they're off, they're gone. I don't want mm. I don't want the league titles. I don't want them. No, no. I want, I want, them, I want the Premier League to turn around and say, we've put those charges in place. We are going to pull Man City on this, and we're going to we're going to go through it. And if they prove that they've done nothing wrong, fine, right? But I think it's hard to believe that they've done nothing wrong because I don't I don't see how you do that rise in football without just being absolutely you know incessant with money going in whatever way you can. And that's where it's coming to me now, Joe. It's an, it's it's actually annoying, right? Yeah. And I think like people go, ah, the, the game goes on, money, money, money. I get that. But like at some stage, someone's gonna have to turn around and go, lads, what is going on here? Like, yeah, are we yeah. just gonna keep? Are we just gonna keep going until all the clubs are owned by countries all over the world, uh-huh. and they're just gonna trade here and trade there? So finances don't matter, you know what uh-huh. I mean? And then you have the Super League stuff where people had a breakdown over. And my only thing with that Super League was that Liverpool didn't approach it properly. Liverpool had been open about it and went to their fan base and went, "This is what we think." you might have got something on it, but they didn't. They tried to hoodwink along with the other five clubs. And that's where my annoyance comes from, Joe. It's mm. It just seems to be that, like, people are, like, how many fucking loopholes is there? Yeah. Like, how bad, like, who wrote up the Premier League rules? Who wrote yeah. up the fit and proper test? Like, that there's that many loopholes. But it's not even a loophole for me. They're just going in and doing what they fucking like. And nobody's yeah. stopping them. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, this, this is the thing, isn't it? Like, I, I'm the same as you in terms of, like, I'm annoyed. And the reason I'm annoyed, because I, I spoke about it, for me, football's cyclical, right? Liverpool had their time back in the day, Leeds had their time, Man United had their time, and then now we've seen City and we've seen Arsenal for a period. And then 
And I, I, I look at Chelsea. So say, for example, my case in point is, say, Tottenham, right? I know Tottenham haven't won anything, but I think Tottenham will struggle to fight at the top, top end of the Premier League now for a good few years. Massive rebuild. And it's now we're going to see Newcastle, we're going to see Villa, etc. So as a fan watching the Premier League, I'm like, you know what? Chelsea are in trouble. So the annoyance from me is they've managed to do this. So now they're going to be competitive again. Whereas I think, regardless of who's in charge next season, they struggle because they can't basically adhere to FFP because they've got a lot of players that, let's be honest, right? Who's taking, who would have took Koulibaly for what they'll get in terms of finance from Saudi Arabia? I don't think anyone's taking it. It's not only that, it's the wages that he would have been given to join. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He was on nearly three hundred grand a week for like yeah, four so, years. But, so you'll have to probably take twenty, twenty million for a most, and then yeah. possibly have to pay half his wages, if not more. Exactly right. So you've got this, and then you look at ZH, you look at all the rest that are going. Yeah, who's taking these? Then also throw into the mix that you have Conor Gallagher, you got Mount, you got Havertz, you got Loftus Cheek, you got Kovacic. So basically, all these players are needing to exit, and then they're having to bring them in. Whereas now it just feels like. We don't need to worry about that a lot anymore. Let's start rebuilding again. Whereas it, sh- it shouldn't be as easy as this, Gav. And that's what my annoyance is. It shouldn't have been as easy for them to just say, someone buy these players. And then, because like you say, let's say, for example, you wanted Koulibaly. Liverpool wanted him. Can you imagine the negotiation? You'd be like, we're not paying that for him. Is 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 this age? Is that is that? But you know what I mean. And Chelsea end up having to get a lot less, and like you said, they probably have to <coughs> subsidise some of his wages, etc. But now it's just with a magic wand, all them problems have gone. Aubameyang's going, Ziyech, you know, all the names. Basically, there's going to be about ten exits, and it's all happened in the space of about forty-eight hours. That in itself's not normal. Do you know no. what I mean? No, it's not. So, but you see, but but it's like the um, it's like the, it's like look. If China were doing this, which they did a few years ago, yeah, they, right? did, they, they, they were buying loads of players, right? If yeah. China were buying all these players because they decided they were going to, you know, do whatever, or, or Japan were buying them all for the J League, right? You kind of go, Jesus Christ, how did they have to get in the way with that? You know, mm. how lucky are they that China and Japan are just buying these players and they're getting away? But it's not. It's the country and the organisation that's invested in the people that own your club doing it. That's like that's the biggest thing for me. Do you know what I mean? And the Premier League can't stop it. The Premier League can't stop the sale of a player. But surely they have to have a long look, hard look at themselves and go, hold on, they're selling all these players to Saudi Arabia. And the invest Saudi Arabia invest in this clear lake who own Chelsea, who we sold them to. Right? We sold them to. And what are you meant to do? They can't do anything. The Premier League actually can't do anything to stop it. No. But they have to be able to turn around and go, that stops. Yeah. Now, maybe Todd Bowley expects that to happen, where he's mm. told, that stops now. And he goes, grand, no problem. I'm about to bring in a yeah. fucking shitload of players. I'm about to get rid of a shitload. I'm about to balance in the books. And now we can just, we're in a better place than we were 12 months ago with players and things. Now we just turn it over as we as we normally would. Uh, Ashley says, we can't blame these investors for trying this. If we're trying to make fast millions or billions in the case of Premier League, it's such an easy target. They can't enforce shit. It's like carte blanche. <coughs> it clearly is. It clearly yeah. is carte blanche. But the big thing, Joe, is, and I think, and um, we'll finish up in a minute, I think the biggest thing in all this is Manchester United. Because I've maintained for ages. City, are, City to me, have cheated. Right? I've openly said it. No problem saying it. Right? The 115 charges, I think, as much as I've no faith in the Premier League to possibly follow through on this, they must have found enough to put 115 charges on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right? So they're going to have to follow through on it. They've made a big song and dance about it, right? The Chelsea stuff, like, it's, it's just madness. And it's mm-hmm. it's fitting proper. And it's actually ownership issues there that the, the Premier League should have shut down very, very quickly. <coughs> Excuse me. But the biggest thing for me is Manchester United and all this. And look... I, I talk about all the time about Gary never going on about Qatar and Qatar coming to United and it'll be quite entertaining to see him trying to, to you know do handbrake turns and mental gymnastics <laughs> right? but the, I think the reason the biggest thing is I said, and I've said it for ages if Manchester United or Liverpool are taken over by a state that's when not, yeah, that's yeah. when it will all fucking yeah. like flames right yeah, because yeah, 
they're the two biggest clubs in the country. Yeah, yeah. Right? I, get it. I think they're in the top four clubs in the world, right? Yeah. Um and as much as people go, ah, C E or ah Chelsea or ah Newcastle or wherever else, if it happens to Manchester or Liverpool, no, I, I think it's going to explode. It's going to absolutely explode in everyone's face. That's like, where I am. Like, I don't know where you are. Where yeah, you think no, right. no. I think you're bang on the money because because City were League One, not when they were taken over. But what I'm saying no. is they've operated down there. Yeah, Newcastle been in the Championship, been in the Champions League a couple of times, right? Uh, Chelsea, okay, Europe, Europe, but we're never going to do what they've done had they not been taken over. You know, winning Champions League, winning Premier Leagues on a regular basis. Had Roman not come in, they wouldn't have done it. Okay, I think you're bang on the money in that what City have been able to create with their money, what Chelsea have been able to create with their money, and Newcastle probably in a few years, Man United and Liverpool already have Mm -hmm. because of their stature. Like, you know, no matter where you go in the world, there is Man United fans, there's Liverpool fans. They're up there, right? Arsenal to a lesser extent, but definitely Man United and Liverpool. And and like you said, they're already there. So if they then get Qatari investment, like you mentioned, if Man United get Qatari investment, then it's... It's a, I don't know. You you can't stop that, can you? Really? You, like, the, how do you? Yeah. Like you, you don't say. you don't stop it. You see, because what yeah. happened is, right? The problem at Manchester United is right. They have more, they've loads and loads and loads of money, right? And spend loads and loads of money. Liverpool actually yeah. spend as much as them, right? Yeah. Um, you know, in terms of income and what they send out and stuff like that, we've seen that, right? But. Liverpool make much better decisions than Manchester United. Manchester United's biggest issue is not their owners, right? It's the people they employ. It has been mm. for 15 years, yeah, yeah. right? From managers to football directors to, you know, contemplating giving Rio Ferdinand jobs, all that sort of stuff, right? And that's the issue. But if you if you took that, if you made the, if you have Manchester United, right, making the decisions Liverpool make, or both them clubs making the same good decisions, and then saying, oh, by the way, Right, Qatar and the UAE or, or, or China or wherever, Singapore are coming in to buy these clubs. The rest of Europe will look and go, hold on, these have all the stature. Forget PSG, forget Newcastle, yeah. forget City, forget Chelsea to an extent. They have all the stature, right? Mm. They make shit tons of money. And now they're able to be going to go, and by the way, we're going to make all this money. And then if we need to go for it, we can go for it. Yeah. And it would actually lead to Liverpool and United. Being able to do it, no problem. Yeah, the yeah. rest saying, and this is where the worry is, the rest going, well, we're going to spend more. And then because of the owners that you would have at Liverpool and Manchester United Estates, they go, oh, are you? So, well, so are we. Because if they can go and do it, we can go and do it. And all it will take then is for people to go, I'm bored of this. And then you have yeah. a lot of massive football clubs, right, owing masses of money. And we're sitting here in five years' time going, and I don't get this, all this, I will have a good while it lasted, bullshit. Your football club is your football club. And yeah, yeah. I don't, I just don't want to get to the stage where they could just turn around and be bored in five years' time and mm-hmm. go, no, not interested. Yeah. And that's where I think the Manchester United thing is absolutely massive because I think clubs around Europe, right? I think clubs around Europe look at PSG and go, yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah, You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, Man City, yeah. yeah, all right. But Liverpool and Manchester United, it'd be a bit like, Real, it'd be like Real Madrid or Barca, right? Correct. Like that's what yeah. it is. Yeah, yeah, that's what it'd be. And yeah. there'd be absolute outrage if either yeah. of them four clubs were to be taken over by any any country in the world mm-hmm. with, with, with any sort of funds. But it feels like that's where it's going. Yeah, it feels like that's where it's going. And people do say to me, "Oh, the morals and stuff like that." Is it just a moral crusade you're on? No, I just want I want my football club to be my football club. Mm. I want them to spend what they earn. And if you have owners that invest, great. But I genuinely don't be going, want to be going down the road where who's invested in us? Are we selling this over here? This is this is just madness. All for the sake of the generation we live in of winner at all costs. I don't yeah. want it. And I might be in no. the minority, I don't know. But I just don't no, want it. it. But what I'm watching but what I'm watching going on at the moment is is very worrying for me. Very, very worrying. But We'll have I to think, see where it goes. You know, you're, someone mentioned it in the chat, and and uh, I remember when it when it broke. I think I was on the walk last week, and I know you're a big golf fan. 
that was a, that that was a <coughs> real worry for me in that mm-hmm. they eventually have just backed down and gone to the negotiating table with this live golf and have said okay then yeah come on board and that mm-hmm. that was like oh shit do you know mm-hmm. what i mean like oh they've they've got that much pulling power that as uh, for as long as the pga were like no and some players were going and some players were and then all of a sudden they're now at the negotiating table so it just shows you that that money talked but it was a big big like thing for me that mate when it broke because i was like oh shit if they can do that and someone mentioned it in the chat then does it get to a stage where we just we have to accept it you know what i mean like the premier league of someone else mentioned this in the chat obviously they stopped them from using the uh chelsea using the shirt sponsor didn't they that promote was it paramount plus they stopped them doing that because it could um like cause issues with Sky and BT because it also provides yeah. football in, in America, I think. But at what stage? It depends. Like the pre- the only way the Premier League do something is if it affects them financially, if it affects them in the pocket. So if Saudi get it all, start getting all the viewing numbers, because I was on a show earlier, apparently they're only two hours behind us or in front of us. So it could impact viewing figures let's say for someone made a good point might be west ham versus i don't know luton on a monday night but you've also got two hours or coinciding benzema taking on ronaldo in a different game yeah a lot of people might go do you know what i'm not watching that premier league game and that's when it starts to affect the premier league and that's probably the only time where they go right we're, we're doing something about this do you know what i mean yeah when it affects them in the pocket uh, Carl says, I've never believed podcast went light on FSG for access. That's one of the funniest things I've ever heard. Um, not from you, Carl, but the thoughts. Like, we have been accused of going light on FSG for access. I've never had access to anything to do with Liverpool Football right, Club. Um, I have to pay to get into that ground, trust me. Um, but I do think they're going soft on the rig game to protect subscriptions. Um, oh. I don't know about podcasts because I don't, and I can't speak on that because I don't listen to an awful lot of football podcasts. I'm a true crime man when I'm not doing this, to be honest. Um, but so I don't know on that. But I do believe the media have gone very soft on them, very, very soft on them. Like I'll put it this way: if Inter Milan had won the European Cup two weeks ago, whatever the time it was, right, and Inter Milan had 115 charges against them and beat Manchester City, I can guarantee a BT Sports would have spent four to five hours of as much as possible oh, could yeah, in their yeah, coverage yeah. talking about how Inter yeah, Milan are there and should they actually be there, okay? But, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. you know, Man City were hailed as, you know, the best thing ever since sliced bread because of it. Um, but look, I don't know where, like, Jamie reckons the next thing is the Super League. Yeah. I think the Super League will come around again because I think if this continues to go on, they'll just decide, we're just, no, we're not, we're not asked for people um, telling us what to do. We're just going to do our own thing now. Yeah. And they'll just break away and do their own thing. And that'll kill domestic football. Um, I think the Super League will com- kill domestic football. Um, you know, <laughs> I don't know where it goes, but I'm just I'm just very, very, very concerned. And you know what? As much as I think it annoys me and Joe, um, because would you agree, Joe, the biggest thing that annoys you is, is that why aren't the people that are meant to look after this not looking after it? Mm. You know? Like, yeah. let's be honest, if you can make a quick book, you'll try and make a quick book. But, like, why aren't the people turning around going, you can't do that. Yeah, you yeah. can't do that. And that's, okay. the, that's the biggest worry. But I just watch, because I think the Manchester United thing, um, I think uh, the Manchester United thing might be the, the thing that really sends this over the edge. And a lot of clubs around Europe that don't bother too much with PSG or City or Newcastle in the next couple of years, not too bothered. Um, they'll be majorly bothered. If Manchester United have that sort of investment. Uh Lasso says football will survive, Gav. Yeah, football will survive, but it depends what in what, what going the way it survives. You know. Before you know it, we might be having games over in Saudi or games over in the States. And I just don't want that. It's a, you know, it's not it the end of the day, your football clubs in here, right? I'm, I don't know, I sound, might sound cheesy and that now, but your football clubs in there and, you know, some of us go to games, season tickets have been going for years. If then there is a big final or something and it's put on the opposite end of the world, it's just not fair. It's just not fair. And I know I'm looking further ahead of you, bro, but I don't know. That's probably where we're going to end up being, aren't we, at the end of the day, because the money's uh, wherever, you know. They've tried talking about these games in the past and... 
It's where it's going to end up, bro. Mm. Look at the look at American football. They play in Wembley and that, don't they? So yeah, you know, yeah. yeah. And the golf thing, like you mentioned earlier, like I always thought the PGA. Like I watch golf. You know what I mean? I just watch yeah, golf. Yeah. But yeah. I always thought the PGA would just turn around and go. You see, the biggest thing for me in that was the PGA were trying to stop the Live Golf getting world ranking points and that would affect tournaments players could play in. And that was their way of batting them down. And I thought they'd just keep trying to do that in order to do it. But I think the PGA realised, now we're not going to be able to stop that. Um, we're going to have a tour here. But I think the PGA should have been bigger than that. And stood up and went, well, you go and have your tour and your world rankings and we'll just pit ourselves against you. You know, sort of way. Would you come out on top? I don't know. But um, to see that what happened last week in that golf was just ridiculous do you know what I mean um, but look it's something that we'll definitely talk about again um, it's definitely something that we'll I'm sure we'll develop over the next possibly days with certain clubs weeks and definitely months before the season and the, and the transfer window ends we'll see all this because it has to unfold in the Chelsea yeah. Saudi stuff has to unfold in the next two months there's just no way around it um, Joe what's your plans what are you up to at the minute before we go yeah, I did a little bit on Chelsea myself earlier in Bournemouth and stuff. I'm trying to keep my toe in the Premier League water, makes um, you know, that's where that's where people wanna be. And I, I and I have gained a, quite a lot of fans of other clubs during my time doing the, the watch alongs and that. So I I wanna keep my, my uh toe in the water. I like what for the dyslexic polyglot said there football fans needing to be expert on geopolitics that's not good for anyone and that's that's where we're at i think i'll have to go do a <coughs> geopolitical degree gav and then we can chat some more about this but yeah just smashing out the content as often as as possible mate for sure good we'll make sure to check out your show football show um it's brilliant in fairness uh watch us watch alongs it's mental uh but um Look, the rest of the week for us, we're, we're trying to bring you shows every night of the week this week, to be perfectly honest with you. We're, we're doing it on the fly a little bit, depending on what Liverpool news is out and stuff like that. We thought we'd start off the week um, uh, with this, but there will be transfer stuff during the week to be different things. I know the lads are going to be recording um, a podcast. It won't be live, but they're recording a podcast on the great Liverpool games of the past. So go and check that out. Our charity link is in the description if you want to donate. Um if not, share it amongst your family, your friends, your colleagues. It currently sits just shy of 17,000 euros. 20,000 is the target. It's been flying um, over the last little while. So if you can help us with that last three-ish thousand, we'd be very, very um, appreciative of it. Joe, Joe, so, uh, sorry, Joe, Kevin Sullivan asked before we go, how did the walk go? Um, It was good, Um, tough. My feet looked like resembled something off at Lord at Rings by the end of it, mate. Um, How far did you walk? Yeah, 92 mile. In how many days? Four. It's good going, that. Yeah, so we, we we did it last year. So it's for Gary Speed, so we do it every year. Uh, yeah. We do 92 miles because obviously we won the league in 92 when Gary Speed was there. Uh, and it's it was his 10-year anniversary last year, obviously, when he, when he took his life. So we walked from Wales to Leeds. Uh, this year we walked from Everton, so we we actually set off from Goodison Park. Um, we set off from Goodison Park. We stayed in Wigan, uh, sorry Bolton. We went through Wigan. We stayed in Bolton, Burnley, and Halifax, which was my hometown, and then finished in in Leeds. But um, hundred plus Leeds fans, girls, men, and um, yeah, it's just a great experience. Like uh, three of us in a room in in a travel lodge, and just all brought together and. Um, Honestly, just God, nursing like, your wounds for four days in a travel. Yeah, yeah, but, but mate, I had to buy that. Like, it was like soaking my feet in Dettol on an evening, wrapping them up on a morning and going again. And then, honestly, mate, like, it, honestly, my feet, I, look, wait there. I'm not going to show you my feet. Don't no, worry. I don't want um, to see your feet, Joe. No, you're not going to see my enough, feet. to be honest. Yeah, but I'll show you um, what actually happened because I had to go to the hospital. And um, this is. Uh, I ended up having to get bandaged feet. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I uh, know. So they were, uh, yeah, they were really bad. I was on antibiotics and stuff. So, um, but it was a great experience, mate. Honestly, I can't, I can't lie. It was amazing. Yeah. And fair play. Um, Thanks, mate. Great cause. 92 miles. That's some go. Fair play to you. Oh. Um, but uh, I'm sure you'll have another go at it next year, will you? 
Yeah, definitely. I think we're going yeah. from Newcastle next year because obviously he played for Newcastle yeah. as well. So yeah. Okay, so so you just go from Newcastle, just go ninety-two miles on a walk. And then yeah, so basically, it, obviously it's not ninety-two miles from start to finish. So we have to take routes like yeah. that. You you won't take like last year. We had to walk through Manchester uh, on the canals, mate. And after walking so many miles, walking on cobbles, oh my god, it was the worst pain I've ever felt, man. But yeah. Yeah, good. sounds great. Yeah. Um, no, fair play to you. It's a great cause, Thanks, and um, it's four days of pain, and it's four days yeah. of travel lodges, which I don't know which is worse, travel lodges, <laughs> <or> pain, <laughs> to be honest with you. But um, listen, that has been the LFC Day Trippers for tonight. Thanks a million for joining us. Um, as I said, we're going to try bring you shows uh, every night this week. Make sure to subscribe. Make sure to subscribe to Joe's channel. Um, hit the like button. Uh, turn your bell icon on, so if we do go live, you know all about it. That's been it. I've really enjoyed having Joe back on. Despite Thanks, Leeds getting man. relegated, we do not yeah. let, let go of Joe. Um, he's, still one of the, he's still one of the um, nation's favourites. I'm going to call you a nation's favourite from now on. <laughs> Just walk that out. Uh, the housewife's so, favourite, mate. Oh, house I don't know about that, Joe. Don't lose the run yet. <laughs> uh, we just let leave her at the nation's favourite. That's been it. <laughs> Talking of here, over and over. <laughs>